everybody. Welcome to Inside Geocaching HQ, our podcast about what is happening at Geocaching HQ in Seattle. I am Chris Ronan, aka Rock Chalk, one of the 80 or so lackeys who are privileged to serve the geocaching community. It has been a minute since our last episode. We will try to make up for that, starting with a conversation about the Geocaching International Film Festival. It is happening November 11th through the 21st this year, after taking an intermission a year ago due to the pandemic. GIF began back in 2013 as part of the geocaching block party held in Seattle. The films were shown at a park not far from HQ. It happened that way again in 2014. And then in 2015, my first block party as a lackey, a torrential rainstorm began just as the films were about to be shown. We had to cancel the screening, but in a sense, there was a rainbow after the storm because the films were instead shown at GIF events throughout the world that year. And that has been the format ever since with people from almost 60 countries participating most years. It is truly one of the highlights of the geocaching calendar. And so we have HQ's guest experience coordinator and gift guru, Ari, here with details on what to expect this year. Let's get to it. Well, Ari, let's talk about GIF. Uh, but first, let's talk about you and your role at Geocaching HQ. It it still feels to me like you haven't been here very long, but it's been over a year now. It's just time doesn't work the same way as it did before the pandemic. So, yeah. uh, so let's just start with how did you, you were a big geocacher before you came to Geocaching HQ. So uh, how did you end up here? And, and was it uh, was it like it was for me where it was, I was a big geocacher too, and I just couldn't wait to have the opportunity to, to get to HQ. And I would imagine maybe it was like that for you as well. Yeah, I think we have pretty similar backstories in that way. I've been a cacher of 11 years. I started in 2010 and it was sort of always my dream to be a geocaching HQ lackey. So, you know, I was always looking at, at opportunities and, and when I, it's a funny story. I actually met Brian Roth at a mega event in Europe because I was living in the Netherlands up until 2020. And, you know, I mentioned it was always my dream. And, and we talked about, you know, what my skills were and, and stuff like that. And it started from a conversation with Brian at a mega event. So you never know what's what's possible. And so then I landed my dream job and moved to Seattle. You mentioned that you lived in the Netherlands until 2020. And, and that's one of the great things about so many lackeys is we have different languages being spoken at HQ. And yes, yep. I speak Dutch. I also speak German and Spanish. And those are all pretty good languages to speak as, as a lackey and as a person in general. Right. I feel like we should like have a, a competition. We'll see how many, I think Nicole might still hold. Yeah, the she would always most, win. She yeah, Nicole, every competition. Uh, I think she would win for most languages, but you're up there. That's a, that's a very impressive yeah. number. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. So you come to HQ last year and your title is guest experience coordinator, which if people have listened to the podcast, we've had a couple of previous guest experience coordinators on over the years. And they talk about what it's like to welcome people to the visitor center at Geocaching HQ, which in a perfect world you would be able to do, but it has yep. not quite worked out that way. Has it? 
Yep. I love to tell people I was hired for a job that I haven't even done yet one year later because <laughs> that's how it is. Luckily, they're keeping me very busy with lots of other projects that I love, like GIF. Um, but yeah, I've been working on all kinds of other stuff because our, our visitor center has been closed the whole time I've been working here. And I'm sure people, I don't really know how much or if anything we can say about it right now, but I, I'm sure that we want to be able to open it up, but that obviously there's a lot that goes into listening to the local health authorities and city regulations and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's very complicated. And we can't wait to reopen. I can't wait to greet visitors in the visitor center finally after more than a year of waiting. But unfortunately, we're not quite there yet, but we'll get there. We will eventually. So you're not able to quite do those duties that you were hoping to do, but what other kinds of things have you, we'll, we'll get into GIF obviously, but there's a lot of other stuff on your plate. So what is your day-to-day like at HQ? Well, my main project other than GIF is Adventure Lab support. So if you ever write in uh, through our help center or by email for help with Adventure Lab, I'm usually the one answering that. So most of my routine is juggling those two main projects. And then there are other various smaller things like, like donations that I handle and also maintenance of the HQ Geo Tour caches. So the main event of our conversation, I guess, uh, talking about the Geocaching International Film Festival, GIF. For people that aren't aware or haven't, or maybe are newer to the game and, and don't know a lot about GIF, what is the Reader's Digest version of, of what this is all about? So GIF, or yeah, Geocaching International Film Festival is a, not quite annual, but you know, most years we do it, film festival where we invite filmmakers, geocachers, and otherwise, they're almost always geocachers because the films are about geocaching. But we invite filmmakers to submit up to four-minute films about geocaching. And this is the eighth year we've done it. Basically, people submit them, and then we we narrow it down to a finalist reel of about an hour long. It's usually around 16 films that get into that reel. And then that reel is sent out to GIF events around the world where it gets screened. In past years, we've had around 600 events, uh, sometimes more. Everyone watches the films and then gets a souvenir for attending one of those events on their profile. And it's it's a really fun way to, to share geocaching experiences globally, tell stories, and, and just enjoy the fun of geocaching up on the, on the screen as a community. You talked about whittling it down to a list of finalists. What does it take to become a finalist? What, what are the things that make films stand out in a way that helps them to become one of those finalist films? Well, there are a number of things. First, you have to make sure you read the rules and, and you comply with all of them. For oh, example, if you're, if you're yeah, yeah, no, you, exactly. <laughs> yeah, any, any submission by Chris Ronan is automatically just deleted because, you know, we know it's you. Yep. Um, there are guidelines you have to fulfill. But other than that, we look for various things. The biggest one is creativity. So making sure that you, you're highlighting some, well, your film is creative. So it could be that you're highlighting something totally new or you have a new spin on the game or, or something. We, you know, if you've seen the past GIF film reels, which you can see on our YouTube channel, people do some really fun, creative stuff. 
Um, other criteria is production quality and content also. So making sure if it's informative or inspiring or compelling or tells a good story, we also look for contribution to the global community. So does this film bring people together to celebrate the game uh, and the community? Um, so those are the, the main criteria we look for. A bunch of us lackeys watch these things, right? Oh, that's and, right. And, and help to figure out who these finalists are going to be. Yes. Yeah, we, we have a big gift judging evening where everyone gets Thai food. It's everyone's favorite night because they get Thai food. And we sit down and we watch most of the, we're about half of the submission. So there's a, there's a preliminary selection process where we narrow down, this year we had 61 entries. We narrowed down to around 25 or so. And then the group of lackeys watches those selections and then uses a, a fun rating system, which I then tabulate in a big spreadsheet. And from that, we get a, a list of finalists. And uh, how many again are we, are, are, how many finalists are there? This year we have 17 finalists. And so we've got these 17 finalists. What happens now? So we edit them into a big reel. So we basically put all the finalists together, uh, which is now done. And then we distribute it to the community and that's coming up. So GIF will happen between November 11th and 21st. We do have events this year, so people can host GIF events in their local communities if it's safe to do so. But this year, because of the current situation and you know, events are not necessarily the best idea everywhere, so we will be adding a virtual option where you can watch it online on our YouTube channel. So on November 23rd, we will publicize the reel and you can watch it at home and still get the souvenir. So normally, you would have to attend an in-person event, a GIF event, in order to get the souvenir on your profile. But this year, the souvenir will be based on a trackable code that's in the reel. So if you watch the reel and you find the trackable code, which is pretty easy to find, it's not super hidden or anything, and you discover that trackable, the souvenir will automatically grant it to your profile. So there's no need to attend an event this year. And that, that way we could make sure that everyone could, could enjoy the, the fun creativity of this year's GIF submissions. When I hear you say that it's super easy to find, I can't help but think of these geocaches that I'll go out for and there you look, click on hint and it says no hint needed. And those, <laughs> those are the ones that I can't find. So That's let's true. just That's be clear true. here. Are we talking? It's really going to be easy to find. <laughs> I can't guarantee that you'll be able to find it, Chris, but most people should. <laughs> If I have any trouble, I'll just I'll just send you an email and you yeah, can just phone help a friend. Me out with that. There will be a signal award again this year. Yep. So just like in past years, we have two awards. We have signal award, which is chosen by the reviewers. So we sent out the finalist reel to reviewers to have an early look at them and, and vote. We have a winner for that already. And we will also have the People's Choice Award, which is where people can vote in a survey online. So anyone who attends a GIF event can vote for the People's Choice Award winner. And those will be announced after GIF is over. So sometime after the 23rd. Oh, that's very cool. And I mean, I know you wouldn't say exactly which film it was, but do you have some favorites of, of the ones that, well, you've seen every one. You haven't just seen the finalists, right? You also saw oh. everything that came in before. So were there ones that stood out for you? Yes, I have 
several favorites. It's actually impossible for me to decide because I have three top contenders. But of course, I'll leave it to the viewers to uh, make their own decision on what they they think are their favorite films. Because there's something for everyone, I have to say. Right. Well, it's and it's. I always just think it's funny thinking about how we've gotten to this point because having the film festival used to be part of the block party and probably would have continued that way or you think that it, it might have if it wouldn't have been for the big rainstorm that we had yep. at the at the last block party and so it got the legendary rained, rainstorm right and so it got rained out and so we ended up pushing it to this new format and it's so great to be it's even better really because you know i, th I think there's just this uh, just another example of the community coming together in a special way to be able to see the creativity of people all over the world. And, and, and one thing we should talk about is, is just the process. It's obviously you're very involved with this, but then we have other folks that are editing these together and then doing translations with subtitles and stuff like that, right? Yep, absolutely. It, it takes a village, as they say, to put on GIF. So we have, we have people helping out with um, vetting the events that get submitted to make sure that they, that they work as GIF events. And we have our translators who help us translate the subtitles. We have the person who helped us edit the reel together, who is, is the same person who does it every year. And they do really great film editing work. Who else? We, uh, we've, of course, our creative studio, who always does amazing work with, with all of our digital graphics. Yeah, and I'm sure I'm forgetting even more people who have, who have helped out. Well, it's, it's going to be going to be fun again to see... Uh you know, just to see all the creativity on display. I know being one of the lackeys that, that watches and helps to come up, helps to vote for the finalist. It's every year I'm just blown away by being able to see how the game is interpreted all over the world, you know, and, and but then also having this sense that even though we're all in different places, we all have this commonality too. It's, it's, I just think it's really nice that the GIF is able to do that for us. Yeah, absolutely. And I think especially this year, that's been even more beneficial in a time when travel is not as possible as it once was. And you can still see amazing videos from Scotland and Finland and France of, of what they're doing over there. Um, and you can feel like you're, you're traveling from, from your couch. Right, right. Well, but before we let you go, I always like to ask, people that are on our HQ podcast, the lackeys about just geocaching and, and your favorite ways to geocache. And what are your favorite things about the game? And do you have favorite cache types or, you know, any of that stuff? It, it's, it's always fun to, uh, to hear that sort of stuff from, from the lackeys at HQ. What a good question. I could talk for hours about this. Um, I hope you have the time, but um <laughs> Well, actually, and what you were saying before, this is something that I, I really love is, is how geocaching is like a common language, because I've been lucky to geocache in a lot of different countries. And I've run into people while there who don't speak English and I don't speak their language. And yet we're able to communicate and have this connection based on this, this shared hobby. And I've always found that that is that's one of the most special human connections that I've experienced, because it's not common that you can just instantly make that kind of connection with someone who with whom you share nothing in common you don't share a language or any kind of other background but yeah to, and so on a 
moving back to you know what I love about geocaching other than that is just really the places it takes me and and the interesting pieces of history but I, I would definitely say I'm I'm sort of a an omnivore of a geocacher so I like all the different styles of caching whether it's going on a you know 15 mile hike for one geocache on one day or power trailing all day in the desert you know I, I like all those different things I love challenge caches if I had to choose my favorite cache type it'd probably be challenge caches which you know I know who I'm talking to there so you know I'm not even going to compare <laughs> but um, yeah well I I know uh, folks are looking forward to GIF and and I know someday they would love to be able to meet you in the visitor center. <laughs> yep, I, I hope so too. I, and we'll see if, I, if I'm in the visitor center at that point. I hope so. That was Ari, Geocaching HQ's guest experience coordinator and the guy who is heading up the Geocaching International Film Festival for 2021. Again, GIF is happening November 11th through the 21st Learn more about it at geocachingfilmfestival.com. If you have an idea for our podcast, something you would like to hear us cover, drop us a line at podcast at geocaching.com. That is podcast at geocaching.com. We always enjoy hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. From me and Ari and all of the lackeys at Geocaching HQ, happy caching. Happy caching.